So all mm -hmm. these trillions of dollars on stimulus programs and infrastructure programs are not intended to stimulate. They're not intended to build the infrastructure. They're intended to inflate the currency. In the 1990s, George H.W. Bush called for a new world order. Recently, Klaus Schwab of the World Economic Forum called for a great worldwide reset. If you're concerned about the loss of freedom and liberty in America across the world, my guest will educate you to see the news behind world events and how the COVID pandemic, January 6th investigation, and the Ukraine invasion, among other current events, are being used to fundamentally alter the world. Activist Radio, The Mark Harrington Show is brought to you by Created Equal, and you can support our work and the ministry by going to createdequal.org. And if you want to find out more about the radio program and subscribe to our podcast, you can go to The Mark Harrington Show at markharringtonshow.com. Today on the program, I have as my guest Bill Federer, and Bill has written dozens of books on history and other things, including a book that we use quite often in our homeschooling called America's God and Country. Uh, and Bill is an expert on history. And uh, we're going to be talking about the Great Reset. And if you don't know what that is, then you need to tune into the program today. You need to be listening to what we're talking about, because this is what's happening across the world. Klaus Schwab, who's the president of the World Economic Forum, came up with this term, I'm not sure how long ago. He talked about a great worldwide reset. And if we recall, if you're old enough like me, you remember George H.W. Bush, after the invasion of Iraq in the 1990s, called for a new world order. And now in the last, what, two years, we've seen the COVID pandemic We've seen the uh, January 6 events and now the invasion of Ukraine. And uh, we need to consider all these things within the context of the Great Reset. And that's why I brought Bill on the program. Thanks, Bill, for being on the show. Mark, great to be with, great to be with you. So, Bill, listen, I mean, you're, we have a very limited time with you and a lot to cover. Uh, for, the, for listeners that don't know what the Great Reset is, could you explain what's going on here? Yeah, so the most common form of government in world history is kings. Uh, Pharaoh, Caesar, Kaiser, Sultans are, and they keep getting bigger because of military advancements, the king can kill more people. Uh, at the time of America's founding, the king of England had a globalist empire. America's founders broke away and flipped it and made the people the king. So republics and democracies are attempts to take the power of the king and give it to the people. But what if the king wants the power back? Does he just ask mm -hmm. for it? No, so there's two methods. One is fear. When the people get in fear, they will trade freedom for security. And the second is free stuff. And the king's really nice, gives away free stuff until everyone gets hooked. Sort of like a drug dealer takes over a neighborhood two ways. He can come in with guns and shoot. People get into fear and they'll pay the mob in exchange for being left alone. And But the other is free stuff. The drug dealer can give away free drugs until you get hooked. And then once you get hooked, then he begins to yank the chain. And, oh, you want more drugs? You're going to have to you know, kill your neighbor. And so these strategies of uh, fear and free stuff uh, are ways to take the power of the people and reconcentrate it back into the hands of a dictator. 
Uh, the free stuff, it's a pretty interesting study. Um, how to catch wild pigs. You, you put a post in the ground and you throw some corn down. They come and eat the corn and ignore the post. Then the next day, there's two posts. And next day, three, four, and you put them in a little semicircle and you keep throwing the corn down. And finally, there's just a little opening. And uh, the pigs squeeze through the opening, beat the corn, and you close the gate and you caught yourself some wild pigs. And so the Bible talks about uh, that fear of man brings a snare, but it also talks about uh, that every man is trapped when he's drawn away by his own lusts and enticed. And so that second is basically the great reset. You want to get everyone dependent on the government. And so mm -hmm. the, the tactic is how to do that uh, is basically you want to bankrupt the world <laughs> mm -hmm. and then everybody yeah. will go to the government and say, help. And the government say, here's a check. We're going to create some money and we're going to give you a check. And then, oh, you want to continue to get this check? You're going to have to, you know, get the latest booster. You're going to have to, you know, have your metrics uh, taken on your face when you file online. You're going to have, oh, we found out you have guns in your house. You're going to have to give up the guns. And, and so what are people going to do? Um, and so this idea of um, destroying the economy uh, even goes back to uh, Karl Marx. So Karl Marx, Frederick Engels wrote the Communist Manifesto, and they also wrote this, that they were alchemists of the revolution. Their business consists in spurring it into artificial crises. Mm -hmm. And Frederick Engels continues, every new crisis must be more serious and more universal than the last. Every mm -hmm. fresh slump must ruin more small capitalists. This will increase the number of the unemployed. In the end, mm -hmm. commercial crisis will lead to a social revolution. You think you really want to put out a business, the middle class? Yeah, because socialism is a two-tiered society of a ruling class and a ruled class. And there's no room for a middle class because they can pool their money and challenge the ruling class. Uh, now, this was implemented uh, by Lenin. Lenin's attributed with the quote, you grind the middle class out of existence between the two millstones of taxation and inflation. Mm -hmm. Taxation is just take their money away. And that's what he did with the Kulak farmers who were the middle class farmers. He took all their land away and all their. But the other is inflation. And inflation is you create trillions of dollars out of nothing, chasing the same amount of goods. The price of those goods skyrockets and people on fixed income can't survive. So they go to the government and say, help. And the government says, we'll help. Here's a check. And you get dependent on that check. And then they say, OK. Uh, stipulations. If you want to continue to get this check, you got to give up this little freedom here and this little freedom here, and you got to register here and you got to do this, that, and the other, and you backdoor them into dependency. So, and, Bill, uh, before we get too far ahead of ourselves here, could you explain for those who are listening and watching? There may be out folks out there that think this is just some big conspiracy theory. This idea of the Great Reset. How does the pandemic? Uh, and then say the January 6th events, and even before that with the Trump, you know, the collusion, so-called Russia. And then I want to get to the invasion of uh, Ukraine. How does that all fit in to this supposed new world order that we have happening right before our eyes? And you've given us some history on that. But if you would kind of, and you've done it a little bit here, but I want to, I want people to understand that we're not, this isn't just made up. Right. So the COVID response was what, among other things, put businesses out of business, not the big right. box stores, not the Amazon and so forth, but all the middle class ones. They're put out. So people would rather sit at home and order through Amazon rather than 
get in their car and drive down to a little store and look through all their limited inventory and so forth. And, and so the net COVID response was a lot of small businesses went out of business. You know, right. um, there was a 1934 Chicago Tribune editorial cartoon and it had a guy named Trotsky and he's writing on a board that says plan of action for us spend, spend, spend under the guise of recovery, bust the government, blame the capitalists for the failure, junk the constitution and declare dictatorship. So all mm -hmm. these trillions of dollars on stimulus programs and infrastructure programs are not intended to stimulate. They're not intended to build the infrastructure. They're intended to inflate the currency. Now you add in uh, this Ukraine situation. Yeah. And, yeah. Well, I was the, just wondering, I mean, it, it, when I think about all of this and I, I, I wonder, are, are people just simply evil? I mean, is the, is the Biden administration evil? Do they have this kind of ulterior motive that they're attempting to bring about this, what you're talking about, this great recess? Or are they just taking advantage of a bad situation, which, you know, you reference Rahm Emanuel a lot that he, you know, said famously that we should never let a crisis go to waste. I often struggle with the idea that these people are that evil, that they'd actually want to take down the United States of America. How do you see that? Yeah, um, I think that, um, you know, historically, uh, tyrants have two tools in their toolbox, fraud and force. Fraud is they'll take away your freedoms and lie to you and tell you that they're taking them away for your own good. And as long as they can get away with it, they will. But Go when ahead. the um, people begin to see through that and they drop in popularity, uh, the next tool they have is force. And they just want to shove their agenda on everyone. Now, Biden's first day in office, he cancels the Keystone Pipeline. Right. America went from a net ec oil exporter. We had lots mm -hmm. and lots of oil, really cheap oil, to immediately we became an oil importer. And mm -hmm. where did we get the oil from? Uh, a lot of it from Russia. And you right. read the speeches, uh, there's Biden on record saying that he wants to put out of business the oil industry. It's true. Right? And and so uh, we buy oil from Russia. Uh, and then, of course, Hillary Clinton, remember her? That she oh, gave yeah. away a fifth of the U.S. uranium to who? To Russia in exchange for $145 million contribution to our Clinton Foundation. Um, and so I I think that we've gone beyond the, the fraud stage. You had politicians that would sort of take away your freedoms and lie to you. I think they, they just come out of the closet and, and they just have an anti-American agenda. And no, I think uh, you're right. You connect the dots. You really can't come to any other conclusion. So let's but, fast forward to the, to the Ukraine invasion, which is, of course, the current thing that's happening. Uh, and, you know, it, it's a very dubious thing that if you look back just over the last five years, where was all the corruption, the barisma and the cover up of the Biden's uh, crime syndicate family, if you will. And then the origins of a lot of the uh, so-called Russia collusion came from Ukraine. Could you put that invasion into context here with a great reset? Yeah, you know, um, uh, Saddam Hussein had been our ally, uh, and we had Rumsfeld and Reagan arming and training Saddam Hussein. Why? Uh, to fight Iran, right? Iran right. had an Ayatollah. We didn't want Iran to win. And so, but then you got George H.W. Bush, and you you go into the, the little details of that whole Iraq war. Uh, mm -hmm. Iraq wanted Kuwait. Kuwait had oil. And uh, it was almost like, uh, Saddam was lured into attacking this small country called Kuwait. And then George W. Bush or H.W. Bush was able right. to say, 
Here we have this terrible, terrible guy. We need to mobilize the whole world against him. Uh, and we look at this the situation with Putin. It's almost like uh, Biden sent signals uh, saying you can go ahead and come on in. Uh, if you yeah. remember back with some of his speeches, um, it, he was uh, very much appeasing. He pulled all the American troops off the different bases that were in Ukraine, which is a green light mm -hmm. signal. Um, mm -hmm. He, uh, you know, was not wanting to have a, a no-fly zone and all these other things. So, so almost green lighted, but it lured Putin into Ukraine, and now we have the whole world organizing against him. And it really happened pretty mm -hmm. instantly. Uh, I mean, the mm -hmm. same media that yeah. would not allow discussion about voter fraud in the election that would not allow alternative treatments to COVID and the same media that canceled all that is suddenly on board with this, which causes some people to think, well, maybe there's something under the surface. You know, uh, Lord Acton was a British parliamentarian and he said, official truth is not actual truth. <laughs> right. And so, so let's look at a, a potential bigger picture uh, yeah. with, that would have a globalist view. Um, there's something called SWIFT. Uh, which is a international bankers financial exchange program that America and the Western countries are part of, and the Russia has been a part of. Uh, in the sanctions put on Russia, or more or less squeezing him out of these this Western financial banking system, which mm -hmm. leads him to go to China. And right. the uh, indications are that there, uh, if Russia, which is the, the the largest item sold in the world, is oil. And Russia is mm -hmm. the third largest supplier of oil. And mm -hmm. oil has always been sold in U.S. dollars. It's called the right. petrodollar, but it's the U.S. dollar. And so right. all these countries of the world have lots of U.S. dollars. And, and now if Russia decides to sell oil to China in a ruble yuan transaction exchange, not going through the U.S. dollar, uh, that's a, a seismic shift. Uh, in global it politics. Is. And then we just recently saw that Saudi Arabia would consider uh, buying oil in something other than U.S. dollars. And and the, yeah. the dollar why that what matters. Why, why would that matter to Americans that uh, the U.S. dollar is the reserve currency of the world? Right. So there's trillions of dollars out there that if nobody wants them, they're going to come back home. Right. And, gotcha. and you'll have trillions of more dollars chasing the same amount of goods and the price of everything will super skyrocket. Mm -hmm. And then what's next? Uh, there's already been discussions and talks of the uh, government getting into the, the more or less the Bitcoin industry. So it's, right. it, would be, it would be a federal digital currency and all the banks and credit card companies are, are already doing digital transactions and it would be easy to switch over. And, and that would say, okay, uh, we have these trillions of dollars, but we'll still keep transactions being able to move without having to print lots of dollars. We'll just do it this did. And, and it'll relieve the immediate uh, pressure of the dollar uh, inflating. And mm -hmm. But what it'll do, it'll give the government the ability to track every transaction. Which is, is the federal government doing that right now? Are there indications that they're moving to some kind of digital currency? Right. You're right. There's already bills. There's already um, Biden is approving different things. Um, and But right now, you can go out and buy stuff with cash. And so you mm -hmm. can have transactions that are not being tracked. Right. Um, but uh, once your cash can't buy anything, uh, 
and everybody will have apps and they'll be able to do transactions electronically uh, without the, the paper current currency. Uh, it'll be it'll keep everything going, but it'll cause the government to get in control and they could turn everybody off whenever they want. Remember a lady in Canada donated fifty dollars to that freedom convoy? Yeah. And banks turned her off. She couldn't buy yep. anything. She couldn't buy gas just in one quick switch. And then you add to that uh, a social credit score. So it's called ESG. And uh, it's how woke you are. And China has this where mm -hmm. if they monitor. Uh, it's like you having a credit score, but instead of it just being how well you pay your bills, it'll take all of your Google searches into account. All of They know how long you are viewing every single page on the internet. I mean, the, the, right. they can, and they take all these scores. Uh, they can track you uh, with, you know, cameras and your cell phone and where you go and where you frequent and, uh, and even who's you're in the vicinity of in, in China, their social credit system will alert you if someone with a low credit score is in your vicinity. And if you hang around them, your credit score will go down. <laughs> so that's ostracizing people. And so this will be added to you. So if you want to get a loan, uh, they'll look at your mm -hmm. credit score and they'll look at your, your social credit score, your, mm -hmm. your ESG. Mm -hmm. um, again, uh, these are all part of this globalist picture, which for you know 50 years, they've been talking about wanting to track everybody, which is a, a globalist dream. I mean, Augustus right. Caesar wanted to track everybody. He had a, a, a worldwide tracking system at the time. It was called a census. Um, mm -hmm. but, but dictators want to do this. But now with technology and 5G and the whole world covered with satellites, it, it's mm -hmm. at the first time in history where there's potentially you could have the whole world. Now, uh, Scott, hey, Bill, in the, in the final, we've got like three minutes. So I want to I want to get to and I know this again, this is not going to do this topic justice. And I don't like cutting you off because you're so full of information here. But as people are listening, they're starting to be convinced about this great reset. They're watching world events with Ukraine. The, the idea that Saudi Arabia is looking to uh, move away from the petrodollar. I mean, that's to me a very alarming uh, event that's happening. What can we do? Because I can often see people just be in despair over all of this because they feel like it's out of control. They can do nothing about it. Uh, what practically can we be doing other than obviously educating ourselves and staying up on things? What is it that we can be doing? Well, you know, the Bible does say that a, a wise man sees evil and, and prepares himself and a fool doesn't. Right. And so right. we do need to be prepared, which means have lots of food and maybe have some wealth in something other than uh, currency, maybe some precious metals and silver, uh, real right. estate, things that mm -hmm. are always going to mm -hmm. be there. Um, right. But, you know, the, the big picture is repent. You know, we yeah. can go into all the three backroom deals, uh, but really uh, God is in charge. Uh, you know, mm -hmm. Solomon sinned with a thousand wives and was sacrificing, you know, uh, you know, allow these pagan temples with Moloch and sacrificing babies. And, and God was so upset because he appeared to Solomon twice. And here he's backslidden that he says, I'm going to take the kingdom away from you, but not from you. I'm going to take it from your son because I promised David I wouldn't. And so we could live at the time and say, hey, Jeroboam's coming back from Egypt. He's going to take 10 of the 12 tribes. He's going to start his own country. We can get in all the details of it, but it's all happening because of Solomon's sins. We can get it all in, into the background of the Great Reset and all these different globalist plans, but it's happening because of our sin. And I believe the biggest sin is abortion. I mean, yeah. What's it just God supposed to do? Killing an innocent baby? 
um, is, that has never sinned. If God doesn't do anything about that, in, in common law, it's called uh, tacit admission. Then wedding ceremonies, you know, the pastor says, anybody that's against this wedding, speak now or forever hold your peace. If you're holding your peace and silent, you're actually giving consent. If there are sins like, like abortion and God is silent, his silence is giving consent. And if God gives consent to sin, he's no longer a just God. He denies his just, he denies himself and he's not right. going to deny himself. So he's going to judge. Now we can repent. And that's what we need to do. Um, but we're well, that's in we're, we're in full church. agreement there, as you could imagine, being a pro-life activist now for 30 years. I don't see this all happening in a vacuum. I, I believe that uh, this has a lot to do with the lack of the fact that we have not repented for the shedding of innocent blood, that these things are coming upon us and the world because of that sin. And so we're in agreement with that. Uh, my guest today has been Bill Federer, and you can go to the website AmericanMinute.com. That's AmericanMinute.com. You can pick up several of his books. I exhort you very much. If you are interested in American history, this is the book for you right here, America's God and Country, an encyclopedia of quotations. He's also written a book which has to do with this idea of the Great Reset, and it's entitled Socialism, The Real History from Plato to the Present. Uh, I, I really do encourage you to, to follow Bill on his website at AmericanMinute.com. Bill, I know that this has not done justice to the topic. I'd like to bring you back on as we follow these current events, which are changing so quickly right before our eyes. It's hard to keep up with it all, honestly. It's a little dizzying, to be honest. But people like you are the ones that can give us the way forward and, and have the experience and understanding of history that can really help us out. So, folks, I know this is just a, a kind of a, a, a primer, if you will, into this whole idea of the Great Reset. I hope it was helpful to you. And if you want to find out more, go to AmericanMinute.com. Bill, thanks for being on the show. Thank you, Mark. Hey, friends, I want to exhort you to continue to follow me on social media. And you can go to MarkHarringtonShow.com. I'm on all the social media platforms. Also, you can pick up our broadcast on the all the popular podcasting platforms. That's Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, et cetera, et cetera. And you can subscribe to the program there. You pick it up 24-7. Like the program, if you would, and then leave a five-star review on the podcast. That gets more people watching and sharing the program, listening to the program. So again, go to MarkHarringtonShow.com. You can also leave a comment or a question for me, and I'll answer it on the, on the radio program. I'll share it with you. Uh, so you can, pick, you, can, you can leave a comment by going to MarkHarringtonShow.com. Uh, with Bill Federer, I'm going to have Bill on again. I, I want to make sure that you're aware of that, that uh, down the road here within the next month or two, I'm going to have Bill on. In fact, he may become a regular feature here as world events are changing so quickly that we have to stay up on things. And Bill has the uh, expertise and the experience and understanding of history to put it all in context for you. And then one final thing, we will be leaving for New York City for an activist outreach in the Big Apple starting March 20th. And we will be leading a team of uh, other activist organizations such as Protect Life Michigan, 
The Canadian Center for Bioethical Reform will be joining us. Tiny Heartbeat Ministries out of Washington State, Toronto Right to Life, and survivors of the abortion holocaust will be joining Created Equal for a week long uh, uh, of activism in the Big Apple. We'll be going to Times Square. We'll be going to Wall Street. We'll be going to the uh, the Margaret Sanger Planned Parenthood, the first Planned Parenthood facility in the United States, which is on the island of Manhattan. I'll be leading that team. It'll be a, uh, we'll be spending uh, the time during the day doing outreach. And then at nights, we'll be debriefing and, and kind of learning from one another. Uh, these are all like-minded groups to create it equal. These are groups that use abortion victim photography. They're activist organizations. And as we consider the possibility of a post-Roe America, it's even more important that we work together as much as we can with other organizations that share our mission. And this these groups do. So you're going to be hearing more about that. You can follow us on our social media platforms as we are be coming to you from New York City. In fact, we're probably going to do a few live updates from there. So again, be praying for us as we launch out to New York City for a week-long uh, week of activism and also training with these other uh, kindred spirits, these groups that uh, are sharing in the vision of, of Created Equal. So thank you for uh, joining us today. Again, follow us by going to markherringtoshow.com, subscribe to the podcast, share it, like it, and if you would, leave a five-star review. We'll see you next time. God bless you. God bless America. And remember, America, to bless God. You've been listening to Mark Harrington, your radio activist. For more information on how to make a difference for the cause of life, liberty, and justice, go to createdequal.org. To follow Mark, go to markharringtonshow.com. Be sure to tune in next time for your marching orders in the culture war.